4: Welcome back to the podcast talking sports with co-host Brad Miller and Coach West and the dong. (laughs) I can see it in the corner down here. I'm like, oh, there's the dong.
5: I got to be ready. (laughs) Oh, you can see our screens when that happens. If I look, it's
4: too small. So I just glanced over and I was like, that's not his face. Oh,
5: (laughs) he's doing it again. He's doing it again.
6: Yeah. Have you been live for 10 minutes? No. It says live 10 minutes 30 seconds. Says mine like, says one minute and 13
5: seconds. Mine says oh. 113, 117,
6: okay. 118,
5: 19. Maybe it's just me. I've just been live, yeah. You've been <laughs> so they've been watching you talk to yourself, yeah.
4: So we, me and him weren't there, you were just talking politics to yourself,
6: <laughs> yes. It was the uh, insight into what my brain looks like. It's just me talking to a brick wall about JB Pritzker,
4: <laughs> you're in the- cash you're the part of the problem (laughs) it's okay but but you did help bring it on
5: but you did i get here damn it no politics because i come here for no politics but i
4: will say this brad was part of the solution of the dog mask then in that situation
5: yes um yes and everyone if you want to start a gofundme for us we will all wear dong masks for our podcasts going forth until the pandemic is over They're only $20 a piece.
6: Which, by the way, do you want to say who makes those masks?
5: Fox 40 makes the dong mask. Uh, I did some research on that. I've also, you know, done other things as far as researching where the hell this came from. Have no crazy theories on basketball size, but Fox 40, the best coaching whistle, referee whistle known to man, makes the dong mask. And then it even says Fox 40, like right on the jaw line, gives you a nice jaw profile. <laughs> you can actually go to one website and it will sell you any of three models of the Fox 40 whistle plus the dong mask for up to $40 kind of a deal. They only come in, they come in small, medium, large, or small, medium and large, extra large. And then there is a 2XL for the fat heads of the world.
4: There we go, the fat dong.
5: Yes, I don't think there's an extra price either. I didn't look. I don't have a, I don't have a double XL head. So
4: no discrimination for the dong mask.
5: No, you can have big dong mask or little dong mask. Doesn't matter.
4: Every time a ref has one, I laugh. I just can't help but laugh.
5: I feel like an angel gets its wings every especially time, especially when the one.
4: whistle hangs and dangles and flows in the wind.
5: But, but I think that they know. So I think they know that like our podcast is now talking about them. I've made this awareness of the dong mask because now they're going to more of this like bird bill type thing. Yeah. So it's not really a dong. It's like more like a bird bill. Which is gross. We need yeah. Dong masks. Yeah. We need to free the dong mask. They so will fo- start the hashtag.
4: Anybody that knows Fox 40, will you sponsor the podcast and we'll wear the dong mask every time and promote the dong
5: yeah as a matter of fact give me that one whistle it's like 35 dollars, and <laughs> i don't even use whistles but i want a 35 five dollar whistle it sounds cool kind of like the boring company flamethrower i have one never fired it because it's a collector's item it's limited how
6: you cleared the snow off your yard
5: no the three dude we had like 30 deer in our yard bedding down so they just cleared all the snow out for us oh nice and one really nice neighbor with an atv and a snowplow.
4: the elon musk flamethrower is that what we're talking about
5: yes dude i got on ebay so i got lucky the guy who sent me mine okay because you only could buy them aftermarket because they sold out in like 10 minutes um the guy who sold me mine like all the original paperwork never been fired everything is perfect on it and then so i got it for 800 bucks but then he sent me an RC car. So, this dude built custom RC cars, like the gas powered RC cars. And he accidentally sent me one instead of two. So, he gave me 200 bucks back and paid for the shipping for me to ship the RC car back. There ain't no telling how much that RC car was worth.
6: Oh, yeah. They're expensive.
5: So, I got it for like $600. I got it on eBay yesterday, and I think the lowest price that I saw for the flamethrower, which somebody's got to be willing to pay it, was like $2,800. So, a little collector investment.
6: Plus, you have a flamethrower.
5: Yes. In case, but I just, yeah, I won't use it. It's a nice collector's item. It's in the gun safe.
6: Yeah, I I prefer to just use the old school hairspray (laughs) match. (laughs) The whiskey bottle. I didn't have a fire (inaudible) starter the other day. And I had to like start our burn pit up. So I poured a bunch of gasoline on it and then went to go like small little match, light it. <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, I'm not going to do this." So I I did that. I got hairspray and a thing and it just whoosh, boo.
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. What's great is, is you can have trouble getting something to burn. Then you pour some gas on it, and then there's this little minor explosion that happens. And what people don't understand is most people don't. I talk to my kids about it, that the fumes are actually what's flammable, not the actual gas. Like you could if you could throw a cigarette in gas and it not hit the fumes, it wouldn't ignite.
6: Yeah, if you could take a cigarette and take put it in from like underneath.
5: Yeah.
4: Yep. It's and pretty interesting. For people that don't watch the video, Brad has a blowout with Nancy Pelosi. That's where he was this weekend, getting his hair blown out with
5: Nancy.
6: I went to Nancy's hairdresser.
5: <laughs> In San Francisco. I would have much rather have raided her freaking freezer and got all that ice cream. She's <laughs> like 30 different kinds of ice cream.
6: Nancy Pelosi?
5: Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that?
6: Yeah, I mean she she eighty years old. Let her eat all the ice cream she wants. Be nice, Brad. Right. She's one hundred and
4: fifty years old. God damn. Probably. She
6: sounds it. like it when she talks, and when she throws her
4: tantrums.
5: <laughs> okay, but anyways, so yeah, so thank you, Fox Forty, for the dong mask. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get that. We'll we'll have to get that going because I like the look of that. I think it's very appealing.
4: I think Jacob's We'll wear
5: it at least twice a week.
4: Jacob's here watching, I think. Thank you. Jacob is his birthday yesterday. Happy Ooh, birthday, happy Jacob. Birthday. Oh yeah,
6: Jacob, happy birthday.
4: And all those people that messaged me about the YouTube not being up, not watching. Bastards. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, no, no. They'll they if you build it, they will come. Like what was crazy was Brad, so that kid we talked to you last week, his dad listens to us. Oh really? That was actually why he like came to me and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" Oh, damn! Cool. Yeah, didn't
4: know. You guys are growing my following for me.
5: Yes, <laughs> we're, well, we're the just
6: is I'm not. I've I have two friends and they're both here right now. So <laughs>
5: <laughs> they are actually watching just behind the camera. Well, that's what yeah. happened. It was me and Brad.
4: Coach West was our watcher. Then we hired him, and now we have nobody. It was like, well, <laughs> here we go.
6: Yeah. No, you want to know what I ran into yesterday? I realized that, like, dad isn't a thing. It's just a lifestyle. Because I caught myself and I looked. I'm wearing bib overalls. And I have this sweet Menards hat (laughs) that I was wearing. And I was like, what the fuck has happened
5: to my life? Were you wearing just a plain white New Balances as well? please say yes my air monarchs of yes. course i was
6: <laughs> there's my working around the house shoes
4: <laughs> we need to send that to you betcha maybe you can get hired
6: absolutely i love those guys
4: oh it's awesome have you watched their twitches yeah. when they're playing their games on yeah. twitch yeah i've gone on there and message and like coach steve is here and i'm like
6: yes shout out yeah no they're, they're cool dudes <laughs> Mention my podcast. <laughs>
4: I haven't gotten that far yet because I don't want to know what they say. I, I, I can't handle rejection.
5: Oh. Mm. But
4: especially when they're drunk playing NHL, it's hilarious. Yeah. And
5: they just keep we their fears that in front of them. look you got going on there?
6: I know. Are you hiding the blowout?
5: There we – that's nice. A, okay, that's better. That looks like you have a mohawk.
6: <laughs> okay, I don't need that. I don't need that mohawk.
4: It's about to call you Arlen after that.
6: The Deuce, <laughs> the and Big John. Deuce.
4: Smith. Oh God! All right, that's enough. Farmer yeah. John. Yeah, that's enough.
5: I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget my first year at Georgetown. Because this is what happened: like I left Oakwood, went to Georgetown, and then all of a sudden, like the Oakwood crowd <laughs> shifted to the other, the, and so. I look down because I'm up in like that crow's nest thing, you know, looking at the field. John Kirst is over there. Kick their fucking ass. <laughs> I was just like,
4: all right, yeah. With a Love PB, with a PBR in his hand. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Good yeah. times, man. Good times. Oh,
4: we just jumped down a lot of rabbit hole there. That was a huge. Yep. We
6: sh-
4: we've shifted from Nancy Pelosi to cursed.
5: Actually, and, and so that's the thing is we, Arlen's a lot more fun. So he's actually coaching at North Vermillion right now, but I'm going to try and poach his ass. Oh.
4: Oh yeah, he yeah, lives yeah. in Indiana, doesn't he?
5: I think so, yeah.
4: Oh, good for him.
5: Yeah, he's, he's doing pretty good.
4: Right. And North Vermillion's a good football program, isn't it? Or is it? Is um, it Yeah.
5: I, I don't know how they did this past year, um, but yeah, traditionally, they've been pretty good the last about five, six years. Cool.
4: They did things right in Indiana. They played in the fall.
5: Yeah, we're going to be freezing our balls and toes off.
4: Could you imagine a
6: football practice last week?
5: Yeah, I would be wearing a dong mask with a <laughs> heater in the end of it. Uh,
6: like break up a hand warmer, put it in a little dong pack?
5: Yeah. Which, by the way, I saw the, the stone guy that I won the book off of. Yeah. You think? I saw him tweet about the freaking battery jackets. Yeah, I'll own one of those.
6: Oh, you have you ever worn one? No. like Milwaukee?
5: I don't know what it was. He like posted about it, and I was like, I'm going to check this out.
6: So the best ones are made by Milwaukee, like Power Tools. Uh-huh. And all it is, it's their battery pack that goes into like their tools. And you just plug it into your jacket, and there's a little thing here that you just touch it and it like heat levels. They're the best. Ooh. Oh my. They're like $300, but they're worth every penny of it. Well, if we keep um, having the snow. Getting my
5: balls off. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will. Uh...
6: And it's nice because they're just like, it's just a black coat. So you can wear it and not feel like.
4: It's not. Is it one of those huge coats, like the NFL, coats in the NFL, or is it just like a normal?
6: It's a normal sized coat, and that's it's a normal
5: coat because it's got the warmers in it, so you don't have to have a big ass fifty-five pound freaking coat.
6: Yeah. So, like, your range of motion's normal. Yeah. You're not like the kid off a Christmas story. Yeah. Ralphie.
4: Or Chris Farley, that guy in a little, coat. a little coat.
5: All right, let's get going here. <clears throat> Well, Brad yes, wasn't sir. here
4: for the production meeting, so we're just going to go. Yeah. College um, football news. Not much. I mean, Gus is back, head coach of UCF.
6: Oh, okay, Steve, you're going to so, like this. Did you watch any of his press conference?
4: I was not able to. With We had six
6: oh. games this week. So there was a UCF reporter, local guy, like local newspaper, and he asked Gus Malzahn. Who had been the head coach at Auburn? He's like, "Are you ready for the pressure cooker that is UCF football?" <laughs>
4: <laughs> what the hell is he talking
6: about? That's a the lack, going, the lack of self awareness there I coach, cracked me up.
4: I coach against Nick Saban every year. Like,
6: what well, the- and I actually beat him three times. I was at the school with expectations up here, but ability down here for a decade. And you're gonna tell me the pressure cooker of UCF because you gave himself- I gave myself.
5: You realize that I am making more being fired from the coat from the previous school I was at than what I'm actually making here as the head football coach.
6: <laughs> I just when I heard that question because like when I found out I was like oh I gotta try and find the press conference and I got there <laughs> like right in time for that question. I was like, what the fuck is going on here?
4: (laughs) (laughs) How does that guy have a job? It's like, that's like Nick Wright having a job. It just makes no sense as to why. I know.
5: But he's going to be calling his offense, and I'm happy for him. I think UCF, it's warmer weather for him. You know, it's not that high pressure. He's not going to have an unrealistic fan base because they think their job's pressure.
6: I don't. It was weird seeing him not in a sweater vest. Yeah, he was just in a polo. Yeah. Oh. It's a weird look. It's like, you're, okay. not, you're not Gus Malzon. He can't wear a sweater down in Florida. It's what is that? Hot. He was in Alabama. Like, it's not that much different. Mm.
5: Yeah, well, while the rest of the country was freezing our ass off, Florida somehow avoided everything. Well, yeah. It was still 80 degrees. <laughs>
6: It's all the meth.
5: <laughs> and the greenhouse gases from all the old people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, he's hired a couple Auburn coaches away with them, I think.
6: I'm sure. Which is fantastic.
5: I'll tell you who he won't be hiring. His former defensive coordinator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: that's C's problem now.
0: Yeah. It's It's wintertime.
7: But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads.
3: Chevrolet.
4: Well, they probably got rid of I think they're getting rid of him, so he'll be jobless. If you can't make it at Tennessee, you can't make it anywhere.
6: I hope I hope they get rid of him. That dude's a scum. I
4: remember reading it. They're going to have to, but then Tennessee fucked up. they have to pay him nine hundred thousand dollars or something
5: can you imagine you didn't even have to install any of your system or anything here's nine hundred and for a parting gift he worked like 12 days here's nine hundred thousand dollars you know what that's no one you're worth right there
4: maybe he needs to take a year off shit hey everybody as you know the coach steve show is brought to you by the unhinged sports network And in case you've missed it they've recently partnered with fubu tv now what is fubu tv fubo tv brings you 100 plus channels including nbc cbs fox abc espn and more without the hassle of a cable contract it is 2020 it's time to cut the cord if you don't believe me please click the link in the episode description or on the social media profile, and you can get a seven-day free trial. So please, again, go click on the link for FUBU TV in the episode description or in the social media profile, get a seven-day free trial to support the Coach Steve Show podcast as well as the Unhinged Sports Network. Recently, the Coach Steve Show has joined with the Unhinged Sports Network. It's an off-the-ground sports network that has different podcasts and is playing 24-7. So it's a podcast radio type website. So every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, the Coach Steve Show will have a new episode out. And they have partnered with Fanatics.com. So what I need you guys to do is in the episode descriptions and on social media is click on the Fanatics link and go get yourself some fan gear any team that you want they have the gear for shirts polos hats pullovers that have zips stocking stuffers anything like that anything any team you want they have so please to support the podcast and support the unhinged sports network please click on the please click on the link in the description please click on the link in the social media and go buy stuff they have anywhere anywhere I've seen anywhere between 20 30 40 50 60 percent off all all their apparel. So with sports coming back, please go get some apparel to support your team. So again, click on the link, go get yourself some gear, and thank you for all the support. I mean, yeah. If if Nick Saban won't call you to reinvent your life, you messed up. Big time.
6: Well, there's zero chance Nick Saban would let that dude anywhere near his program. Well, what I'm
4: saying that's how you know you fucked. Like this, when you get fired from Tennessee twelve days in, like this is where you know you fucked up. And when Nick Saban doesn't want you, you fucked up.
5: They had McDonald's gate though. Tennessee did. I mean, he kind of walked into a powder keg of a situation. He just happened to be the the sweat on the dynamite.
6: Yeah, Tennessee was just like rolling NCAA infractions though. yeah Yeah. you know like they're probably the worst program for that
5: what Tennessee should have done was hired Bill O'Brien because he at least made Penn State competent after all the crap that they went through
4: you know what they're not gonna have a team next year like you know we just don't need to play next year
5: yeah they'll be well they'll play I mean it's just what kind of sanctions did they get they don't know um, yet. They're
4: still investigating.
5: It's still like they're, they're sitting there, like, "Don't uncover the Big Mac boxes. Don't uncover the Big Mac boxes." <laughs> They've only made it
6: a quarter pounder with cheese so far.
5: No, no, no. They're they're going through the the McDouble wrappers. <laughs>
4: Please don't find the Big Mac or the McRib. If they find the McRib, yeah. we're screwed.
6: Yeah, only, only the five stars get the
5: McRib. Yeah, they find out that we've been stashing – we've been dealing McRibs year-round. We're screwed. And Shamrock Shakes, they've been going off. <laughs> oh, Tennessee, thank you for our laughter this morning.
6: It's such a stupid way to
5: pay players. Here's your happy meal. (laughs) You know what I'd have been if I was a player, though? I'd have been pissed if I didn't get the free toy. I know, right? Like, where's my Bionicles? Yeah. The money is an add in, um, not a substitute. (laughs) So,
6: honestly, I'd be a little pissed if it was just money in the bag and I didn't actually get my McDouble.
5: (laughs) No, no, no. It's just a hammer, a cheeseburger, you know? Or what is it, six nuggets? Yes, it, you got to order dollar
6: menu. Yeah, <laughs> which isn't even the dollar menu anymore. It's the value menu. Yeah, inflation, inflation, got have,
5: yeah, yeah.
4: Brad, this is way off topic. You remember going to McDonald's after football, and we—that's when they had those cinnamon roll basket things. Ooh. Then we went one day. We're like, you know what? We don't want breakfast. We want like a burger. And it was like ten twenty-eight AM and that cashier yelled at us for even questioning, like, we want a burger, and she's like, What? You want a burger? You know what yeah. time it is? And she yeah, she was real shitty with us about it. So we had to stand there till ten thirty and then ask for her. She goes, Well, you know it has to be cooked. We're like, We're in McDonald's. We know how this works.
6: <laughs> yeah. You're so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> The amount of those stupid cinnamon roll things that we ate that summer.
4: It was sickening.
6: That was the same summer that like, uh, what is that uh, Gwen Stefani song was constantly on the radio?
4: You in your hand tonight. That was always yep.
6: on. Every t- every time, Steve and I just jamming out to you in your hand tonight on the way to the weight room in his Ford Tempo. With the broken seatbelt that wouldn't move.
5: Yeah. Did you guys ever go to uh Schroeder's? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Dude, I'd get my high school diet diet was four double cheeseburgers, a large fry and a large chocolate shake. Yeah. That was one sitting. They had the best shakes. Oh.
6: Their shakes there were so good.
5: Yeah.
4: That's weird. Yeah. Like, it was like if you want a burger, you to McDonald's. But if you wanted a burger, you went to Schroeder's. And it's like, like you just had to.
6: And I just remember, like, you would hold the outside of the paper Mm -hmm. that it came in, and there was enough grease in there that, like, you probably wipe it on your butt cheeks and do anal. (laughs) With the dong mask. With the dong mask.
4: (laughs) I mean, yes, that's probably why it was in Danville. Let's be honest.
6: Absolutely.
4: We know people in Dude, Danville. That was, a,
5: that was a good place to eat, though.
6: Oh, it really was.
4: And yeah. it, what, closed and opened eight times before it finally closed?
5: Well, what happened was, was you had people who were trying to use the Schroeder's name, but not the Schroeder's business model.
4: Yeah, And they How? kind of
5: were running it into the ground.
4: Yeah, that closed. But then that hot dog place down the street is probably still open that I've never ate at.
5: Wiener Works? It Wiener closed.
4: Works? Was that
6: it? No, wasn't it? Was Wait, there wasn't. Wait, Wiener, Wiener, Wiener Works is
5: closed? Yeah, it's a loan yeah. place now. I'm about to swallow a bullet.
4: Well, they had to I, do that to open Jimmy John's and a Dunkin' Donuts, Brad. It's just good business. No,
5: no, no it turned into a title loan place Dude, where basically you give your car title for a $500 loan and then you lose your car. And then you go straight to
6: prison. <laughs> yes. No, that, I used to go there all the time, footlong chili dog and a french fry delight. Oh, so good. I never ate there. I never
4: never went there. Dude, Wiener works. It was too busy with Schroeder's. I'd go to Schroeder's and Royal Donut. Leave me alone. I wanted to pass it to go to Royal Donut before I went to Dak. Leave me alone.
5: Dude, the Royal Donut across from Dak isn't even open anymore.
4: God bless it. Like Danville is just I thought it was bad. Now it's Fuck.
5: Well, I got robbed like five or six times in a row, and that kind of did it then.
4: Well, that's the risk you what take. Would you,
5: why would you rob Royal Donut? If anything, I'm robbing them for a free dozen donuts. Yeah.
4: Their the donuts money. are on a different level. Keep the money to make these donuts. I just want to steal the donuts.
5: Yeah. Can I just have a free
4: donut? I'll be back in a <laughs> blue dog mask tomorrow for the same thing. Yeah.
5: Dude, uh, that's what. So we have practice on Saturday mornings. And I buy two dozen uh, chocolate icing donuts i can give one to every girl before they leave and that, that is like the highlight of their morning because royal donut is that good so we
6: have in marion there's a krispy cream oh. which is kind of the shit like i'm all for supporting local business and small business like royal yeah, krispy
5: cream once you eat one you eat like seven or eight because
6: they're they're almost all air yeah you know,
5: like, very airy but um
6: Every payday Friday, I go and buy a dozen donuts and bring them to work.
5: Oh, and they're fresh too. And oh, not
4: they don't make it to work.
6: The nice thing is, <laughs> oh yeah, I buy donut holes so I don't eat the donuts out of the thing on my way into work. Yeah, but um, no, like I, it's nice because they're always hot as I'm pulling into Marion. So like I'm always getting them right off the conveyor belt. Oh, oh,
4: the first Whoa. time I had one, a hot one was at the one in new york and there's i've a-
5: never had i've never had a warm crispy because i always buy them from like the fundraiser things no so i don't and even and i i me and my wife are taking a road trip somewhere
6: in yeah you get the, the urge to come down to southern illinois come down for the snake migration
4: no
5: no thanks
6: no dude it's pretty cool no
5: what happens they just go across so, the road
6: down here there's like bluffs and then there's wetlands so during the winter all the snakes leave the wetlands to come up into the bluffs and then in the spring they all gradually go down to the wetlands so there's this road that they like partition off and it's like a big section of road and during this period of time like no one's allowed to be driving but you can go walk and it's weird because it'll be like nothing 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 and then you look around and you're surrounded by like 40 snakes nope And we've got like timber rattlesnakes down here. We've got everything.
4: Nope. Oh my god. Look
6: it up. It's pretty cool. I'm
4: scared right. of snakes. Uh, that's one of my fears. You want to see well, a guy beat it, Usain Bolt yeah. in a race? Put a snake behind me. I'll beat yeah. Usain Bolt in a race.
5: <laughs> your your regulator disappears.
6: Yeah. No. See, I I don't mind snakes. I can't stand spiders. And we have a we have a a uh, a species of tarantula down here that it's only like this big and they're orange they're freaky though
1: um
5: so here's the thing so i actually you know the the book the power of moments i'm going through and they talk about how to basically get somebody to touch a tarantula that's an arachnophobe and there's like this 12-step process and in like two hours they can get somebody petting a tarantula I'm serious. It's it's really interesting and in, like how they like build that in because it's talking about like how to how, like have courage. So like it talked about how to do that. It talked about like the civil rights movement, how they kind of like trained one another uh for like their sit-ins so that they wouldn't get violent and stuff like that. Very interesting stuff. Huh. But just, like how you learn how to get courage.
4: We need to do a sports podcast and just a podcast of this, just talking shit.
5: Okay. Well, call other college football news. Uh Illinois football still on the rise.
4: No, we can keep we talking shit. Played. I just said we need <laughs> another segment of like BS with Brad and Nathan. Just BS. That's gonna be No, I like it, but No, that's the first
5: hour before the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before I just need or to record...
6: we're not recording.
4: No, I need to record that. Just record that and be like, all right. Outtakes.
6: No, the I will say this on the podcast now, I guess, because we talked about it beforehand. I was leaving the grocery store the other day, and this is Southern Illinois. Like, we don't, you never hear anything about Illinois athletics down here. And as I'm leaving, there's this group of people all talking about how cool it is that Aaron Henry is calling local football coaches down here. And I just like stopped pushing my cart for a second. I was like, is this the first time I've ever heard anyone down here talk about Illinois sports? <laughs> and then I had a little like pep in my step for the rest of the day. It's just As cool. Why you your
5: Illinois flag out the back? Back exactly.
6: Yeah. So right. whether whether they're seeing like anything come from it or not in the grand scheme of things, like I I think them taking the time to call all these football coaches is having an effect
5: yeah well, and people are noticing right? and so that's what's important because that could be a recruit's aunt or uncle or cousin or something, and they might not have a lot to say, but they might have something they might have some tie to something, you know I think that's a it's a big play them reaching out. I've never seen more positive things said about illinois football without a game being played than what i'm seeing right now
6: yeah which we're and, still in, we're still in the honeymoon period obviously yeah,
5: but if there is no honeymoon there will never be a honeymoon like well, with tim beckman i don't remember this excitement
4: well like That's and awesome. lovey smith there was excitement but just because it was lovey smith like oh we got yes married. it was mean. right we didn't get this like bringing the state like let's look at the university of illinois like we're supposed to there was none of that.
5: Yeah. we And taking pride in being the flagship state or the flagship university in the state. Do you think basketball
6: being as good, good as it is has helped football to a certain extent?
5: Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think you notice the football guys are like, they're tweeting at the basketball team. Corey no.
6: Patterson was like, I forget what his tweet was. But he was like, talk to me nice, Illinois basketball. Yeah. <laughs>
5: uh Did you see the bar stool from Minnesota bars? They they like tweeted at Barstool Illinois, and they were like, "Please be nice." Yeah, and it I'm took sorry. a box score of the Illinois Michigan or the Minnesota Michigan game and the Minnesota uh Ohio State game. It was like, you know,
6: <laughs> what well, they said like say something nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: I can't remember what the Illinois bar stool. I think they put a picture of IO up or something. I can't remember. And I was like, Oh, okay.
6: Yeah. No, I, (laughs) it's my favorite. One of those like barstool college accounts is barstool Northwestern. just, like, after we had that comeback against them, like, they don't even come back to Illinois' Barstool account anymore. They're like, yeah, we know. Please stop bringing it up.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we were there. Dude, a, a fun one was uh, Michigan State's Barstool account tweeted this thing in Indiana because they were down, like, 10 points, like, not very long to go and ended up pulling it out. Michigan State ended up beating Indiana. And so it was like this, like, Muppets block party. And it was like, what is the uh, um, letter of the day? And then it was like, L. And it's like all these Muppets, like, singing L.
6: Yeah, some of those Barstool accounts are funny, man. How
4: fun would that be? That's your job to run that account. And you get paid by Barstool.
6: You know, those are, they're all run by volunteer students. Damn it. Yeah. Like you have to be a student at the university and you volunteer to run that for a year. Damn it.
5: Really? hmm
6: And that's like, it's kind of like an internship for working at Barstool. Like there are a bunch of Barstool guys that are in their New York office now that started as like college account well, people.
4: Like that guy who was gonna box Jose Canseco, he's an intern. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> Billy Football well, like Billy Football. Did did box Jose Canseco? Oh did letter. What's the
8: letter?
5: What's the letter? <laughs> 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 so it's this thirty-second video and I laugh my ass off the whole time because I was like, this is hilarious. First off, it's Indiana, and we just don't like them anyways. And then second, it's the Muppets. And it just, yes. <laughs> it's a classic. I want to download it because I was like, I love this.
6: Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> Did you see that thing a while back where, like, Big Bird looks different in other countries?
4: I've have heard of that. I just never Like heard. in
6: Europe in Europe big bird is blue. That's not Maybe right. Look it up. mean it looks like he's high on crack.
4: Like no, that's not right. That's It blew my mind. I'm telling you, we'd have a perfect podcast segment of BS. I think that would really give Joe Rogan a run.
5: Big Bird from Sesame Street has cousins around the world. So it's not Big Bird, it's his cousins. Okay. Anyway, but... Yeah,
6: they don't have the normal Big Bird, though. They have, like, that version.
4: God, how does the Big Bird not give kids
5: nightmares? Mexico, Big Bird is green. The Turkish one looks hilarious. This is bright ass orange, <laughs> dude. The Mexico one's hilarious. Hell, his eyes are four different colors. That's
4: scary as shit. I know, he's got, right?
5: He's got a pink neck with an orange face with a green body.
4: How do kids not have nightmares? I
6: don't know. I want I want there to be like different versions of Oscar the Grouch. But they all still live in trash cans other than like the uh, Swedish countries or like the the like environmentally conscious European countries. They're all in recycle bins and they're super nice. He's just not grouchy anymore because he's just in like the paper recycle bin. <laughs> and then you have the U.S. version, which is the Chappelle show guy. <laughs>
8: oh, shoot.
4: I don't even know. Gus is going to call his own offense. Who cares?
6: <clears throat> no, yeah. I am excited for Gus malzahn to just be able to do his own thing
5: and show Auburn fans that, well, he can be successful really anywhere he wants to go because he'll be successful. Because he's a big time coach who knows his stuff and he's a good coach. And now he's going to UCF.
6: And it's a good situation. Like they have talent there.
5: Yeah. And he's a good recruiter in that South area. So it's, hey, do you want to come to UCF? So <laughs> it's, it's a it's a nice place to go.
4: And their offense there is not like his, but it was similar ish to his. So I yeah, think he'll so he be it'd be easy transition. And he'll go back to what he wants to do. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Bunch of cookie monsters would be entertaining.
6: <laughs> cookie monsters, but the cookies are meth. Is that
4: like on Family Guy where he has the spoon and the cookie and he's in the bathroom? He's like, come on, come on, come on. Go away.
8: Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh. Kids, don't watch Family Guy. You'll be like, what is that? Well, that's how you make cookies, son.
6: <laughs> I still think the all-time one is the one we got my mom for. I'm fucking ready. Rhonda, are you ready? <laughs> it, was, it was always on move-in time at the U of I. And my mom would come home and go on these big, long rants about how no one can drive at the university. And then we watched an episode of Family Guy where Peter's like high on meth, and he's like, camera pans over to Stewie, pans back up to Peter, and Peter's hair's like sticking straight up, and he's just shaking. He's like, "I'm so fucking ready," and he explodes through the roof. <laughs> and then, so like every time my mom would get pissed off, we'd be like, "Rhonda, are you so fucking ready right now?" And like- she had no clue for years what we were talking. <laughs>
4: And then when they would actually, like, have a drink with us in Carbondale, he'd be like, so Rhonda, how ready are you to go to Pinch? How ready are you? And she finally told us one day, like, to shut the fuck up. She goes,
6: yeah. she, she pushed him and pushed him and pushed, and then she had enough.
4: The best part of that show was when he, how that's set up, he walks into Chris's room, he goes, we need to do more Father Somethings together. He goes, I brought some crystal meth. Would that be something you want to do? I'll help us get us started. <laughs> And he goes, Why is there no hole in this wall?
6: <laughs> just punches a hole. Um
4: This thing is bothering me and pulls his eye.
6: My favorite one is still like what was it? Chris like got a D on his report card and he walks in, he's like, I'm gonna make you smoke a whole carton of cigarettes.
4: But here <laughs> just have a whole carton of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> he brings that up later on, like in these new seasons, it happens again. Like I can't remember what happened. Meg did something. He goes, oh, yeah, you want to do it? Well, here, smoke a whole carton of cigarettes. <laughs> Peter, we haven't done that in years.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. This is really bad storytelling. Like, we're telling a story that you and I only get. Well,
4: we're trying and to put I'm all I'm currently
5: sitting here reading Wall Street bets because everybody needs to go buy AMC stock. But I did just see this, and this just made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. Okay. The, uh, the thing. All right, so. There you go.
4: We're just going to skip college football. So Carson Wentz got traded to the Colts. We had just became Colts fans. I know Coach West feels okay with it.
5: Honestly, the I think the Colts. Here's the Colts didn't sell the farm at all. And I think it's a good trade for them. Because they didn't give up much. If it flops, what'd they give up? So a what? second, third round.
4: You want to say they give up a second or third round?
5: And then if they're good, which it's a late first round anyways, then in the second becomes a first.
6: Woo! Yeah, it's a second next year, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah, it is even
6: like, son of a bitch. And here's the thing the Colts have so much cap space.
5: Yeah. But the but the Eagles are paying for the first year.
6: Yeah,
4: the Colts aren't paying his salary yet. Yeah. It's the second year or like part of the second year. I think even part of the second year the Eagles still pay for it. They have to pay something still.
5: Dude, I'd yeah. love
6: that trade then.
5: Yeah. I, I don't see why you can't – because their offensive line is going to keep him up right. He's got a running game that will support him. They just need, they, The Colts just need a Ryan Tannehill. They don't need a, an NFL MVP.
6: No, they they need a game manager plus.
5: Yes. And Wentz can roll out a little bit. I mean, he hasn't been the same since he hurt his knee, but he does get along with uh, Frank Reich. As a matter of fact, he wanted to go to the Colts because of Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. Something to kind of think about.
6: Now, was the news that he was, like, totally out on the Bears? Was that real?
5: The Bears pulled out.
6: Supposedly I saw a report that Wentz was like, I don't want to go to the Bears.
5: Supposedly him and Trubisky have the same agent. And if I'm the agent of Trubisky and seeing how they dealt with Mitch, yeah, I wouldn't want him within 150 miles of that organization. I think Wentz would
4: have went because they were the only ones on the table at first.
5: But we never the Bears never officially made an offer. I think they just they flirted with it. Yeah, the
6: tires. Yeah, yeah. Which honestly, like he would not have done well with the Bears
5: again. I don't think any quarterback will.
6: The Bears are not set up to have a quarterback right now. Like well, they need to. They need to Miami style tank. Like I love Khalil Mack. Trade him.
4: Well, no, there, I love there's... A Team Hicks. There's there's three things I need to change in Chicago. The head coach, the GM, and the fucking owners. Those are the things I have to go. And the owner will never change. That's not going to happen.
6: Virginia McCaskey will live for the next 40 years, and she's already 120 years old.
4: Her and Nancy Pelosi will live forever is what's going to happen.
6: They might be the same person. It might be. Just different wigs. That's why the organization shit.
5: Are we getting into the Android shit now? Is that where we're going with this? Yeah. <laughs> they basically just take their brain and put it in a synthetic. Black mirror
4: where, shit? Where is is my, that what we're going where's my
6: with? Tin hat?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, you didn't keep that? I would have dated that thing because that was probably one of the most mind I went to school the next day and talked to anybody who was affiliated with sports, and they were like, what the hell are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, you didn't know this? And they were like, no.
6: Yep, that's right. People need to know. Yeah. Thanks. So, you. can that just be the official, uh, like, show thing? Is just Alex Jones tinfoil hat?
5: I think instead of the mic in the middle, we just put a tinfoil hat in the middle of the actual emblem,
6: or a, put a tinfoil hat over the on top. the mic. Yeah.
5: Yes, that's even better. Well, but knew- not.
6: Don't even do a good job with it. Just shitty Photoshop,
5: like. Like literally, oh. take a tinfoil hat, clip it, sit it on top of it. Yes. You
4: guys find a graphic designer to do that. That this logo took me like eight hours.
5: No, Steve, we're talking clip art here.
6: Yeah. No, like.
4: Go
5: actually and find it this. Take
4: me It actually took me like three minutes, but it was free.
6: Okay. Well, that's fine. That was the problem. It
5: was. Well, do, you really, have, do you want to pick for... three minutes on the uh, on the thing?
6: It's a good looking logo.
5: No,
4: it was like, I, hey, use this free website, but you'll have limited stuff, or pay eight thousand dollars for Adobe,
6: and you're like, Well Guess I won't do that.
5: Look, you can actually buy tinfoil
6: yes. hands. Yes. Yeah, but is it the same?
4: Can like, you like we fold
6: have, it up like into a We have armadillos down here, weirdly enough.
4: <laughs> is this
6: fucking Texas?
4: Yeah, snakes no, armadillos dude, dude, orange spiders
6: dude. no you want to talk about freak you out like i was out hunting last year and all of a sudden this bush just started freaking out and it was a fucking armadillo walked out
5: now that is a tinfoil hat i would wear yeah that is a predator, tin oh. foil hat. Yeah, predator. <laughs> but
6: anyway I, I really want to get a dead armadillo and make it into a hat Like a hazard.
5: This is a predator that's had a stroke. (laughs) God dang. Now I'm just into (gasps) tinfoil. This is even
4: better. Oh God. What do we got going on? We could get tinfoil outfits. (laughs) (laughs) When we do the live podcast in the garage, we're all wearing tinfoil outfits. Wait.
5: This is a tinfoil hat
4: with a dong on it. That's the one. That's that is the one. That's it. And then can we get the dog mask and tinfoil color?
5: No, we are going to make a mask out of tinfoil.
4: Oh, okay, that's better. There you go.
5: go you ahead. just wrap your whole head.
4: And just so eyes, just out, these when eyes. It, when
5: you're touching in the sunlight, it's like a like a hobo pack on a fire. Just <laughs> cooking your head. Some shepherd's pie I'll on the fire. Of the cooking technique.
6: Yeah, like the rest of your body's still out of shape, but you take the mask off and you've got like a chiseled jawline. <laughs>
5: <laughs> just have your players just wrap you with tinfoil. All right, coach, arms up. Yep. It'll never come off. <laughs> From uh what was that? uh the movie signs
6: yeah uh-huh.
5: <laughs> but yeah i like the uh trade because i don't think the colts gave up really anything to get him I just carson wince carson wince would be a second round pick in the draft so would you rather have carson Wentz for
6: what they got him for or deshaun watson for three first round picks
5: Carson Wentz because you can build around him.
4: I agree. But Carson Wentz is not that good.
5: But what does what Indianapolis have besides that running game and that offensive line? They don't have real good receivers to throw to. T.Y. is old and he gets hurt a lot. So, so really, they so need to, get a, they need to get a receiver in this draft.
4: Smith from Alabama. They need to trade it. Like, oh, that would be awesome. But
6: oh. I saw. I've been looking at a lot of mock drafts. but Kyle Pitts. That's yeah. another one. That would be a good one. It'd be perfect.
5: Get him a receiving threat, and all of a sudden they're they're pretty competent. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is with Deshaun Watson, you're not going to get an elite receiver.
4: But yeah, you, you know, I- don't have one either in Houston, and put up four thousand yards.
5: Because he had to he throw him because he was losing.
6: He had DeAndre Hopkins. No, he left this, Not year. this last year. I'm talking
4: about this, last, this year. last
6: year.
5: He had Brandon Cooks. That's better than any Bears receiver other than Allen Robinson.
6: I was about to say, Allen Robinson is better than Brandon Cooks.
5: Yeah, but Will Fuller, they would be the two and three on our team. I think it's
4: because I get stuck with yeah. I don't like Wentz. So I'm like, God bless it going to watch the Colts, and now Wentz shows up because I have stories Mm -hmm. from actual people that he's an asshole. So it's like, I don't...
6: Whatever.
5: Is what it is, man.
6: Yeah,
4: But I'm going to take a deep breath, buy the Colts shirt.
6: Who would you you rather have? Would you rather have Wentz or would you rather have Baker Mayfield?
5: Baker Mayfield because I think he's a good dude.
6: I like... Yeah, I would rather have Baker Mayfield.
5: But like, Baker Mayfield is like a rich man's form. Of Gardner Minshew.
4: God, if I Minshew would have went to the Colts, I would have bought everything.
6: Yeah, I love Gardner Minshew, but he needs to stay in the state of Florida.
5: Yeah, because then he can wear his jorts all year round.
6: Exactly, he's just a Florida guy. Yeah, but but imagine he went to the Colts. Him and Pat McAfee hanging out all the time.
5: Oh shit.
6: I want I want Minshew to be uh, Tua's backup. Yeah. So then you have the super straight-laced, always going to say the right thing to a Loa and then you have Gardner Minshew in the background just smoking a cig. Yeah, job with strap. his balls
5: hanging out the bottom of his jean shorts.
6: Exactly. <laughs> like, it's perfect.
5: Yeah. I've heard I've heard some people say like Ryan Fitzpatrick to the Bears. Why the hell not? Oh, I'd love that. Might as well. I would I would, I I would, would actually I might resend my Colts fandom if the Bears got Fitz
6: If they got Fitz Magic and then drafted like Kyle Trask in the second round. Yeah. Like
5: which why has he fallen so far? He played his ass off against Alabama. He missed Alabama. a
4: couple games, though, so they're wondering if it's, like, his ankles, like, injury-prone.
6: And he's got arm strength questions. Yeah. Which
5: well, I didn't
6: really see. I thought he threw a really good ball at Florida.
5: You You want to know what I see? I see a dude who went out there, undermatched against Alabama, and gave them everything that he fucking had, including yeah. running for first downs and getting fucking annihilated.
4: And if it wasn't for a shoe-throwing.
6: Like, yeah, probably could have made the playoffs, right?
5: Yeah. No, I like it. It's I, I personally, that would be a steal for me in the second round, just because the guy's a competitor. Like, why would you not give him a shot? He throws Here's it- the thing. We fall in love with, oh, they've got a great arm. They've got this. They've got that. What what happens to the winners? Only look at the guys who win,
4: he seems like he has a good attitude, works hard, builds people up and has a good, throws a good ball. Like, yeah, they didn't have. He didn't have much in that SEC championship game. Was it the SEC championship game or the bowl game? And he still it was the bowl game. He's- well, the
5: bowl game, he got his ass beat.
4: But that's when he had like no line. They all sat out. No, receivers. everybody sat out.
5: And he played.
4: Yeah, that's and something. if
5: anything, that tells me, okay, you know what? Because if you're a top pick, you're not going to a good team. <laughs> You're just yeah. going to sit out till we draft a team around you like I really hope that the Bears can get Mac Jones but I don't think he's going to fall below New England so I think we're going to have to trade up we're, to make it
4: happen. Yeah, we're still Bears fans. We're just Colts fans first.
5: That's yes. what's happened now. But if Mac Jones was able to get to Chicago, Nagy will be out the next year. We play Fitz Magic in front of Mac Jones.
4: Did you see a report where the Bears, for some reason, are in every talk? There's talk, real talks of David Carr
5: from the Raiders.
4: Why?
6: I don't know. Like, I like David Carr. He hasn't
5: been the same since he dislocated his pinky.
6: I like Mariota because we have no offensive line. Bring Mariota in, the dude can run.
4: Uh, Not as much anymore.
5: Yeah, he's kind of broken.
6: He's better than
4: what we have now. If you want a runner, you might as well try to get the bank for Deshaun Watson.
6: Or you draft Kellen Mond and just throw him out there now, for a year.
4: Did you see Tim Tebow is retiring from baseball? He's not coming back. He's going to go to Jacksonville. How much do we want to bet? He, you will see him walking around.
6: He's, what, 33 years Coach old? Coach
4: or player.
6: Yeah, not David Players Carr, Derek Carr. Coach.
4: I apologize for saying David Carr. It starts with a D, leave me the fuck Eric, alone.
6: David David Carr is it's, still it's, sitting somewhere having, like, night... Yeah, when, <laughs> when you
5: said David Carr, I was like, man, we're really going down the shitter here. No, yeah, not exactly.
4: David Carr. Yeah,
6: yeah he's, he's still actively being treated for PTSD. I still Dude. have COVID
4: <laughs> fog popping up David, here and there.
5: David Carr, David Carr... So here's the Houston Texans in a nutshell. Their first-round pick uh, in the expansion draft was Tony Baselli, a tackle that never played for the Houston Texans. <laughs> That's right. Like, let's just throw that out. There. Tony Bacelli, hell of a left tackle, protected Mark Brunel and Fred Taylor and all those guys. Jimmy Smith, dude, those Jacksonville teams, when they first started out, they did pretty damn well for, that like, Jacksonville
6: tom coughlin jack yes
5: yeah they had kevin hardy on that team yeah
6: wasn't uh fred taylor
5: yeah Mm -hmm. fred taylor was on that team uh who was the other one there's another one
6: uh i mean they had maurice jones drew Oh God, no, that
5: was after. That
6: was I know, after. I know. But yeah. I'm just, I'm, I used to love MJ. You're really going back. We're going back
4: a little bit. Here at the Coach Steve Show podcast, we're very excited for our new sponsor for the show, the Launchpad Kickoff Tea. Pretty exciting that they wanted to sponsor the podcast and very um, excited for the opportunity to be sponsored by them. Um, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a very unique kickoff tee. It's, there's nothing like it. It is created so that way you can place the football however you want it. You want it to stand up higher. It can stand up higher. If you want it, you know, to make it down lower, to make the football be kicked off and go farther, it can do that. You want to place it to the side. You want it to stand straight up however you want. You could put it upside down if that's a thing. However you want, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee can let you do that. So if you're a coach... And you have a younger guy or a developing kicker who is not reaching the end zone at all times this is the perfect kickoff tee for you the reason is that it gives a coach a strategic options on squibs and onside kicks that were never available before this kickoff tee is legal for the ncaa use and for all high schools of the national federation high school association the launchpad kickoff tee it is a game changer guys having one here is a complete game changer check out the videos that they've posted. It's it's amazing stuff to see what the kickers can do once they get this and get the kicking down and use this tee. So for now, what I need you to do if you're interested in looking at it and going to buy one, please go to launchpadkickofftea.com slash CSS. And when you buy the one tee, use the code CSS to get 10% off. But also there are other options using the same link. If you want to buy two, You can get 25% off. If you think you need more and want to go buy the four-pack option, you can buy three and get one of them for free. So go to launchpadkickofftea.com slash CSS and use the code CSS and go get this game-changing kickoff tee for all you kickers and you coaches today.
6: And now, have you seen... What MJD looks like now. Is he huge? He's like a perfect circle.
5: Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine having to fit him for pants? Oh, no. He would be like a. Well, like,
4: who was the running like, back from Michigan years ago? The short guy.
6: Oh, my God. Hart?
4: Yeah. His heart? Le- yeah, his legs were massive.
5: They were
6: kind of built the same.
4: Yeah, the little butter balls.
5: Yep. Oh, they had James Stewart. It was ninety five to ninety nine. Then they had Fred Taylor. And then Maurice Jones Drew.
6: Yeah, they had a like pretty good history of like good running teams there.
5: Yeah, and then they had Jimmy Smith, who was a really good receiver. Right. He <laughs> pretty good.
6: Who was there? they had a receiver that was like ex-college quarterback slash drug addict, the white dude.
5: Oh, uh, Matt Jones from Arkansas. Yes. Remember he was like a 4-3 or a 4-4-40 and everybody freaked out because he's a white guy?
6: Yep. Then we like that down was down. the only
5: reason people freaked out about it.
4: And then we realized oh, it was because of the cocaine.
6: Yeah, it's probably all cocaine that made him run that fast.
5: Yeah, cocaine and, and speed. then he was terrible as a wide receiver.
6: Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> he was terrible. But damn it, he ran a four
5: three forty. So
6: it it should have been a Raiders draft pick.
5: Yes, because remember when they drafted like Darius Hayward Bay, and everybody was like, "What?" Yeah. In the first round, because he yeah. ran like a four two nine. Yeah. And
6: you're like, what the what fuck are you
5: doing? What about Williams? the Lions there for a stint? Charles or Carlos Rogers and Mike Williams. And then they finally hit on Calvin Johnson. I mean, Mike Williams wasn't bad. But he wasn't great. Like, he was yeah. in between Calvin Johnson and Carlos Rogers. Yeah. But Carlos Rogers was such a miss. Well,
6: I remember when they drafted Calvin Johnson, like, I was like, this isn't going to work. He's from Georgia Tech. Like, he caught five balls his entire career.
5: And then he goes out and is basically a Hall of Famer.
6: Well, he is a Hall of Famer. He just got inducted. Oh, he
5: is? He yeah. just got in this year?
6: Good Good for did him. You, you should watch the, like, they did a montage of that dude from the Hall of Fame sneaking yeah. out on people. I watched
5: uh, Charles Woodson's. I like yeah. that one.
6: No, uh, Calvin Johnson's was funny because he, like, answered the door. And I think he had, like, given up on, I'm probably not going to make it. I didn't play long enough. Like. Right. No, you're a Hall of Famer. Like, that dude. Yeah. A he,
5: he changed. I don't know. I He was one of those who moved the stick for wide receivers.
6: Well, with Calvin years. Johnson, you don't have DK Metcalf. Yep. Because he would have been a tight end. Yep. Like, you're right. He changed the way you look at wide receivers.
5: Yeah. You can be big and still play wide out. Like a Kyle Pitts.
6: Which Mm -hmm. Kyle Pitts is like an H-back. Yeah. H-back wide receiver hybrid.
5: I think that, you know what, him going to the Colts would be a good fit because Frank Wright would be creative with how he uses him.
6: I still think the best fit is he somehow falls to the 49ers.
1: Oh, Jesus.
5: Who, Pitts? The 49ers can't keep anybody healthy, and Pitts couldn't stay healthy this year. I don't it, care. I the 49ers them. have this amazing wide receiver crew, and then they're down to, like, the practice team backups by the end of the season because every guy has hamstring issues.
6: I mean, that just means they need new training staff, not
5: no? – until they change that, I don't want somebody that I like to go there.
6: But I want to see their offense reach its like peak, like yeah. peak Shanahan offense in the NFL is. Here's the, what I want the most fun:
5: them just to fall on their ass And in they- Chicago.
6: Why would he come to Chicago? <laughs>
5: Because Matt Nagy's getting shit-canned after this year anyways.
6: Yeah, yeah. but he's at an organization right now that like clearly cares about winning. Where the Bears Woo! do not take shit.
5: We're actually going to take John Lynch as well.
6: Okay, I'd be in on that. Get rid of Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy
4: and bring them over.
6: Yeah, we'll just make a trade. Like they did for Gruden back in the yeah. day?
5: Yeah. You take these two guys, we'll take your guys. And we will give you 10% of our profits for the next five years.
6: Oh, no, 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 no.
4: You don't touch their money, though.
6: Yeah, Yeah. you don't touch the McCaskey money.
5: Well, that's what they need to do if they want to generate more money.
4: That's where you're going to see Nancy Pelosi show up and rip it up. Like, nope, we're not doing that no more.
6: I have an idea on how to fix the NFL. You're not allowed to inherit a franchise. Like, once the franchise owner dies, it's for sale.
4: But how many people in the world... If
5: it's in, like, a a will and stuff, you can't...
6: Doesn't matter. Doesn't
5: matter. Nope.
4: That's a whole can of worms to be opened up.
5: Yeah, there's, like, certain... Because then are you going to say that, like, none of us get our parents' inheritances? Because, like... No, Where it's just that, that, that. it's just
6: just NFL franchises.
5: Right, but if that starts, that ball will roll.
6: I don't care. I don't care. Bro, I told gonna... my parents to sell off all their crap anyway. Like
5: <laughs> But what I'm saying is is like Is that the blowout the talking?
6: It is. Yeah, I'm getting more airflow to my brain right now.
4: You need to put that tinfoil foil hat would, back it, on. It and...
6: Get the old thought out.
4: That's for sure.
6: No, I just like Yeah, we wouldn't have to deal with the mechanic. There should be like two franchises that are allowed to pass down within the family.
4: Or should it be you can only own it for so long?
6: It's the Pittsburgh Steelers owners get to maintain and pass down. And like, who's the other one that's like the Lions? Let someone else own the Lion.
5: No, no, no. The guy who bought the Panthers should be able to keep the Panthers. Because that dude literally like made his own money and bought the franchise himself.
6: Right. Well, no. He will get to keep it. His kids don't get to keep it. But he's only been the owner for like four years.
5: He's been the owner for like four years. He worked his ass off for that. So? Is he dead? What about Robert did you Kraft? Ever, did, you, did you ever watch the... Uh, did you ever watch the All or Nothing with the Panthers?
4: Yeah, that was his first year with bodying the team. Yeah.
5: And they were sitting there talking about like return on money and stuff. And he told Cam Newton, he's like, Yeah, I get about 128% return on my investment. And he goes, Can you manage my money? He said, Man, I can't tell you all my tricks. Well, yeah. The guy was literally sold like he was like a stock trader and bought an NFL franchise.
6: Well, they were talking about that on pardon my take the other day. Like, what is the point of being rich if you don't own a sports team? Like,
5: that's you remember, really, if
6: I'm if I'm fu rich, like multiple billion
5: dollars. Yeah, I'm buying a sports team. Yeah. My thing is, is you, I I feel like you should be a major player in the world. So, like, Elon Musk is valued at such. There would be people who would. Uh, there would be there would be people who would bid like one dollar just so their bid could be put in. We'd be those assholes. Two dollars. I think that there should be like you know like the Green Bay Packers aren't owned by anybody. They're owned by the fans.
6: Yeah, well, it's the city of Green Bay, right?
5: But like when they have a shareholder meeting. They fill their stadium up.
6: And That's oh, why yeah. the wait list
4: for it to get tickets is so long. Them and the Steelers.
6: Or, and this is rough because it very easily could have been the Bears, but, like, the NFL has relegation.
5: So, like, you suck and you're out?
6: Yeah. you You have to go play Canadian League football.
5: I like that. And, like, the players, too. Players are gone,
4: Or they go yeah. to XFL. XFL is going to be coming up. You go to the XFL with the Rock.
6: Mm-hmm. And it's just like, listen, you get – let's say the rule is if you pick in the top five in the draft three years in a row, relegation. <laughs> and that would be all fun and games till like, the Pittsburgh Steelers did it. And they'd be like, oh, no, 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 we're not doing it anymore.
5: Steelers, Patriots, Cowboys. Here's the
4: suck-off yeah. the suck off rule. You get three first-round picks, you're going to the Rock.
6: Yep. You have to or, the NFL.
5: or if there's like a 10-year time frame where like you don't win or something, uh, there is a mandatory like ownership shift. There you go. I'd say you give it, like, and you go decade by decade. If you don't have, like, a 500 average, on average, because you have good years and bad years. I wonder what, let's look at the last 10 years.
6: Because, like, the Lions would be relegated. yeah, or, Or have to change ownership, which I think they should anyway. The Ford family has fucked around with that franchise for years and not been successful.
4: Who else has been bad? Well, the Browns. Well, until
6: last year and then. Well, yeah, they finally figured it out. But, like, the Browns are kind of famous for undermining their coaches.
5: So here we go. The Rams, the Browns, the Jaguars, the Raiders, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Detroit Lions, Washington Redskins, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, maybe you can't can't do our sub-500 over the last 10 years. Minnesota is one game above. There's only 18 teams in the NFL that have in the last 10 years have a winning record.
6: Well, it would make sense that about half the league. Yeah. So it ha- it would have to be like below five hundred for ten years plus something else.
5: And a certain, I feel like a certain amount of fan attendance would have something to do with it. Yep. That's something, and I think the other thing is because mm, we're all about like giving back to the community. You have to do so much in like community service or you could be kiboshed.
6: Or if you forced the city that you are in, if you forced that city to pay for your stadium
5: and you lose. There we go. That that That's better. Because I, I was thinking about something with the playoffs. Like if your team made the playoffs for like three or four years in a row, but then like. Your quarterback retires and you have a massive turnover. So, like, you look at like the Patriots, like they're kind of trying to figure out what the hell's going on. But you can't tell me that. New, well, but New England's also the winningest team over the last ten years.
6: I was about to say New England, like they could probably suck for five years and still be above five hundred.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like a hundred and something and thirty four. It's insane they are 126 and 34 jesus so they could go what five years 0 and 16 and still be <laughs> <laughs> which won't happen but they could they have that luxury
4: if they wanted to like well we're gonna take some years off not even play
5: yeah you know what we'll just relegate ourselves
6: <laughs> that would never happen because belichick's head would explode
5: no, he would just go join Nick Saban down in Alabama and
4: then you'll see an Alabama doing a Patriot team.
6: Could you imagine those two guys on a coaching staff together?
5: Yeah, the Cleveland Browns.
6: True.
4: <laughs> That's when Nick had the big eighth glasses like this Which big. It
5: blew my mind to watch that uh when him and Nick Saban – when uh Belichick and Saban did the thing on HBO. Loved watching that.
4: Oh, yeah, I got HBO to see that. I want to see it so bad.
5: It, it's really good. Like the first like ten minutes, so they're walking in with Belichick to talk with Saban in his office, which his office at Alabama is just gigantic. And uh, Nick Saban looks at me. He's like, "Hey, uh, I haven't seen him in about nine months. Can you all go ahead and just step out for a minute, and uh, you know, let us connect with one another?" And so they step out four hours. They talked, and like Belichick was like, "And this is how their mind works." He's like, "Man, I really love that concept that you did against insert team name on this down and distance. You know, let's talk about that for a minute. Like, what did you see with that? What did you do?" Like, I love what you
4: did in two thousand and twelve against this team. Like,
5: yeah. Let me tell you here something, Bill. We have some great athletes come through the University of Alabama.
4: And then whoever gives me my wrong size shoes gets their ass kicked out of the building.
5: Yeah, their ass is gone. Oh, man.
6: I would just love to see them coaching together in college. Yeah. They would probably – pitch a shutout on – could you imagine if like, – Belichick would never do this, <clears throat> but Belichick quits the Patriots and just goes and he's the defensive coordinator for Alabama.
5: Could you imagine being one of those five-star, highly sought-after recruits and those two guys show up in your living room?
6: Yeah, if you're like an outside linebacker.
5: What, do you guys like rings? And they show their hands, and then they start taking off their shoes, and they show them their toes. Let <laughs> me <laughs> tell you a story, little one.
6: Yeah. No.
4: Yeah. I'll sign these papers twice, just so <laughs> I can
6: go. <laughs> how many? How many rings does Saban have?
4: Is it six, six? Or seven, seven, six, seven?
6: Yeah, because this one put Tom Brady ahead of him, right?
4: Well, he had one at LSU, and then he's won five at Alabama.
6: So, yeah, he's at six. Seven. Seven. Six.
5: Yep. He became the first coach to win a national championship with two different football teams.
6: I still think the stat line that, like – if you go to Alabama, somewhere in your four years, you're going to win a national championship. Yep. Yeah, That's just wild.
5: Well, that was what college team was it where – was it Michigan State? For Final Four. Where every stayed for four years had played in one Final Four. And I'm like, if you're a college basketball player uh, – I don't know
4: how many Bear Bryant had. I think he beat that one last – I don't remember.
6: I thought he had five because I thought this sixth one was – or the seventh one put him ahead.
4: Jamie, look it up.
5: On it.
6: Six. Okay. So
5: let's be honest. 61, 64, 65. College football is just different now.
4: Right. Yes.
5: Well, like – In my opinion. What other podcast – Football now is more competitive than what it was then. Because, like, you just had your traditional powers and they just played each other once a year.
4: Well, like, we talked on other, I talked on a podcast with somebody, like, how Army was really good way back when. But it's like, you have to go back to the 50s and 60s. And it's like, that type of football doesn't match up now.
5: Well, and just the recruiting, the size of the – the amount of money that's getting poured in. Alabama got to be Alabama back then – Bear Bryant was a good coach, but at the same time, like he was the best in the South, right? And nobody could touch him. And whereas Auburn's getting a 90 million dollar freaking football facility put in, you know, it's like your middle of the road team. Look at Illinois' new football facility, you're even bottom teams that want to come up to the top are spending money to have a chance to do it, right? Whereas then it was just this is really advanced and only Alabama knows it. In my opinion, I think I not taking anything away. Obviously he was a great coach, but I mean he damn near killed some of his kids, but you know.
4: Well then people forget Nick Saban came into a situation we had to fix Alabama. They had those sanctions yeah. and stuff when he showed up. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And how foolish do you have to be you like you're Michigan State? You know, like you're sitting there. (laughs) You know.
4: You had Nick Saban at one point, Michigan State. It's all right.
5: Yeah. Yeah. But then that's But it's just crazy to think, like, I can't remember if there was anybody else on that Cleveland Browns staff that was like Oh, damn. But I'm pretty – I think there was. Mike Holmgren
6: was on that staff. Was he? I believe so. Which staff? The Browns. Oh, yeah, that staff
4: was stacked. It was
6: insane. No, that couldn't have been right.
4: Well, no, it wasn't him, but there was other coaches on that
6: staff that are like all over the place now. Was Mangini on that staff? No, he wasn't.
5: Bill Belichick, Ozzie Newsome, Ozzie Newsom.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Scott Pioli. He's now the uh, vi- he's in New England as the vice president of player personnel. Mike Tannenbaum, Jim Schwartz,
4: yep,
5: Kirk Ferentz, really, Steven, Thomas Dimitriov or Dimitrov. Eric Mangini, Phil Savage, yeah. Michael Lombardi, and George Coconus And I have no clue who that is. But, yeah, that's pretty pretty damn good staff.
6: This is a good one.
4: Army had a good staff. Oh. Lombardi, and Belichick's dad. Ooh.
6: Well, that's like uh, Army's basketball team back in the day. <laughs> Krzyzewski. Yeah. yeah didn't, and, they had a string of crazy coaches.
4: Was it Bob Knight? Did he coach there?
6: Yes. Yeah. And that's where
4: yeah, Shishkeski coached for him there, I think. mm
6: mm-hmm. Mhm.
4: And that's why Shishkeski wants to play on the art that when they played on the ship the, the ship for that that's why he wants to do that.
6: Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to now. He wants to quit now. No, okay. no, no. They
5: want they want to play again cuz they beat Virginia.
6: Yeah, they beat Virginia. They're back now. Duke is back.
4: McDonald's All-Americans, and they beat Virginia, and they're back. Yeah. But remember, Illinois made them quit.
5: You know what? I will say this. uh, Yeah, because we're just kind of rolling into this freely. Um, Illinois' win just looks that much more impressive when you see just Duke beat a Virginia team, and Duke lost their best player. Yeah. Here. Not that I'm saying, but due to injury –
4: Remember our bat- draft. Our basketball schedule is not very tough. Remember that it's not very
5: tough. Here's a question that I have for you: If Io DeSumo was at Duke, is he a lottery pick? Is it because he's at Illinois and we haven't been good for a while that they're not looking? Dude, you just he made he made Minnesota look really stupid there a few times yesterday.
4: See, that's a tricky question because, apart me, you want to say yes because they'll have Mike Shashevsky. But then it's like, you have all these other players that are going to have to get theirs,
5: right? But what I'm saying is, if he was okay, so take Duke out of the equation. So Duke, Kansas, Kentucky. If he is at one of the blue bloods, he's a, he's a he's a yeah Kentucky. He is Duke. national player of the year, hands down, national player of the year, right? Please tell me somebody else who does more for the Like, Baylor has a hell of a team. Gonzaga has a hell of a team. Take Io off of our team. We're not what Uh, we
4: are. Well, we just
5: don't have that closing mentality. Kofi's probably a player of the year candidate.
4: But Kofi doesn't get his without Io, I don't think. It's the Shaq-Kobe thing.
5: Yeah, Io makes it a lot easier.
4: Right because it's like do you leave him open and let him drive to the lane or take a shot or do you guard Kofi?
5: You have a dude who has two of the four triple-doubles in Illinois basketball history. And like it wasn't too long ago Illinois basketball was rolling with like Darren Williams who was what, number 4 overall? Yeah. Number 3 overall to the Jazz. I think I think he's number 3. And you're telling me that Darren Williams was better at that time than i i don't remember darren like darren was clutch but i don't remember darren hitting all these game winners
4: darren was just a good shooter throughout the game but you're right it wasn't like let's give him the ball at the end right it's it's everybody knows io gets it at the end and he wants it he wants it
5: and and i think that's the other thing is is not only does he want it at the end, the other team knows it's coming and they still can't stop it.
4: Right. I think he'd still be a lottery pick wherever he went. But that's a huge factor. Like, is it because of Brad Underwood? Is he able to get the best out of him? Is it because of Illinois? Think right now,
5: you have seen, and I'm telling you, Steve, have you started reading the book yet? You started reading real – I know you're busy, but – No, I have haven't. Io is a is a cleaner. Io yep. is a cleaner.
4: Well, I compare, it to like- the, I compare it to the Urban Meyer thing. I researched it again. He, Urban Meyer is similar. He has 10-80-10, like the top 10%, 80%, ten bottom 10. The top 10% is IOs, Tim Te- like college sports, like Tim Tebow, yeah. I.O. Then if you want to go to the pros, it's Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, it's Peyton yeah. Manning, it's Tom Brady. The 80% are your normal guys that are going to get do well. They're just kind of there. Kofi flirts with that a little bit. Sometimes he's at 80, the top 10. Then your bottom 10% are your slapdick, shipbirds, that.
5: Your Ryan Leafs of the world. Your
4: Ryan Leafs of the world. You're, you know, those people. So that's how I, that's the way I compare it. to I read the book, but that's the
5: way he compares it. But, but here's the thing is, is so Brad, what I asked was, if IO was at Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, is he just a guaranteed lottery pick? But because he's at Illinois, everybody's still kind of pumping the brakes on him.
6: I think he's not a guaranteed lottery pick. One, he's older. And two, he doesn't have an outside shot. Consistent outside shot.
4: But he doesn't have to. What
5: what, what college basketball player – okay, so I've I've watched quite a bit. What college basketball player – would you want with the ball more in his hand in the last 30 seconds of the game? No one. So that somebody that can play for 48 minutes or 47 minutes and 30 seconds or whatever, you know, 39 minutes and 30 seconds, when it comes to winning the game and the other team knows it's coming. That's the other thing. They know it's coming, and they just can't stop it. Yeah. Because, I mean, he has hit over the last two years. I mean, it's just like he gets the ball in his hand, and I'm like, okay, well, we're good. Uh, Jeremy Werner went in and, like,
6: looked at every game since he's been a freshman. And in, like, winning time, last part of the fourth quarter, IO shoots 70%. Yeah, like freshman on, from the beginning of his Illinois career, dude shoots seventy percent
5: from the field. But you want to talk about somebody who won, takes pride in his defense, and then distributes the ball, and hits game winners on a fairly consistent basis. Well, that's the that's the
6: argument for him over Luca Garza for Player of the Year, is. Yeah. Garza is a one-way player yeah like yeah he has 30 points a game but he also plays zero defense
5: honestly he's kind of like slouched like okay he had a big game this last game but yeah he had 30 he had a stretch of, of three or four games where he sucked if I has a stretch of games where he sucks it's a guaranteed loss for us and he is elevated to a different level like this Illinois team yesterday, the way they shared the ball, reminded me of that 04 05 team. Passing the ball, making the extra pass, hitting the open guy, and just lighting it up.
6: Mm, yeah. I mean, I agree. And his outside shooting has gotten better as he's been here. Yeah. I also think Io doesn't have a super dependable left hand.
5: Yet. I can see that. But the NBA, half the time they walk with the freaking ball. Like they don't even play by the same rules as the college guys.
6: No, it's a different game and it's set up to be more offensively driven, which is like to me, IO is who he is because his defense is so good.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Like I think there's such a premium on NBA guys who will still play defense. Yeah It's the same reason Patrick Beverly Is an NBA player Like that dude can't dribble a basketball But he can play Lockdown defense Right And like Io is what 6'3 Is he 6'5 6'5 yeah He's 6'5 So he's like Ideal NBA size
5: so you look at it, his field goal percentage, he's shooting almost 50% this year on the season, 494. His freshman year is 435, sophomore year 484, this year 494, 42% from three, 51% from two. 80% free throw shooter. I mean, like.
6: It took my breath away when he put that dude on skates and hit that 15-foot jump shot yesterday.
5: And then he did it again?
6: Like, that physically took my breath away.
5: That looked like it should have been on an
6: and one mixtape.
5: What about the one where he went from basically outlet to the rim and freaking did that Euro step, and that guy was, like, trying to make some sort of a defensive play and literally just fell on his ass? and he went to the basket at two guys and at full speed yeah you know i know that we used to obsess over d brown speed but you watch some of these guys run the floor now
6: it's insane
5: like i think io could go from three point opposite three point to the rim and like four dribbles
6: well that's what that that play they counted it down it was like five dribbles
5: that's insane. Well, and that's against defense.
6: To be that yeah. fast and that lengthy is
4: crazy. Because he's and people don't realize how lengthy he is.
6: To have a Euro step like that in college before you even get to the pros is something that, like, a lot of guys never really develop.
4: I think him staying in college, though, helps this. If he would have left earlier, he wouldn't be like So this. here's
5: – so here's the deal. So his offensive rating, so this is per 100 possession or per 100 possessions, like how many points they produce. His freshman year he was 104, last year he was 108, this year he's 116. And then his defensive rating of points allowed per 100 possessions has went from 106 to 96. Like, they don't even average a point per possession with him on the floor. Is Trent
6: Frazier going to
5: be first-team all-Big Ten defense? He had, like, seven steals yesterday. How he can he not? He needs to be. And yeah. shut that dude down from Minnesota.
6: If he isn't, I'm going to burn the Big Ten to the count. It's going to be someone from Michigan.
5: We'll just burn down uh, we we'll It'll that be that Brooks guy drywall. as a jerry curl. <laughs> It'll be that number four from Rutgers that I can't stand. <laughs> no, you got to think about it. All defensive team, one of them will be the dude from Minnesota that leads basically the Big Ten in blocks and all that stuff. That's one. Even though we made him look bad, but he had a bad wheel. So Yeah, he's you know, hurt. Um, And still had like seven blocks. That was impressive. Like, to see him, like, block without fouling people. Um, But you've got DeMonte Williams and Trent Frazier, but DeMonte's coming off the bench now, so I think he kind of cooled down a little bit. But you have Trent Frazier definitely has to be on there. And I think another one is, is when Ayo wants to stop somebody, tell me who's beat him.
6: Nobody. And you watch him – Like, it's crazy because you will see guys, like, at the end of the game when they have to produce offensively, it just doesn't happen on the other end. When Io goes into, like, killer mode, his defense locks down, too. Yeah. And, like, I remember there was a point in the year where people were shitting on Adam Miller.
5: Oh, yeah. But Mm -hmm.
6: that dude plays – crazy defense all the time.
5: For a freshman, it's only going to get better.
6: Well, I'm saying it, regardless of being a freshman, like you watch the way he plays defense, he's in your face. Yeah. Constantly.
4: But that's what we're saying, like to be a freshman and not be scared to walk into the Big Ten and say, I'm going to guard you.
6: Yeah. It's just has, it
4: it's just his offense has to pick up, which it will, because he's a freshman. And, and what- he
6: had – I like the fact that he's still shooting.
4: Well, that's yeah. how like, you get out of slumps is shooting your way out of it.
6: Yeah, and he hasn't really had a good offensive year. Not since like, the beginning no. of the year. No, but he's still shooting, which is awesome.
4: Is Trent Frazier and, the best corner shooter we've seen in a long time? Like, good Lord.
6: Well, they.
5: Trent Frazier might be playing the best he's played since he was a freshman. Like I, th- I think that's just hands down, and he just, he just kind of knows, you know. Like when it gets in Trent Frazier's hands, I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. Yeah.
6: Well, uh, I don't know. He had a couple plays yesterday where it's just like, oh yeah, you're a senior. Like you've seen all of this before, and Demonte does the same stuff where it's like. Yeah oh, you've just been on the court and seen this high pick and then you're cutting the dude off
5: and getting a steal. And I think under – well, so I will say this. The one negative thing that I can say about yesterday was I get trying to push Io to the national play of the year by getting him that triple-double. But if he gets fucking hurt when you're up 30 points,
6: you're fired. If, if you're Io, when are you going to get hurt? Going for a rebound.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Driving to the back. I was was just kind of like, I know what we're trying to do here, but it's scaring the shit out of me because we are up 30. Well, I think
6: they said on the broadcast, didn't Underwood kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge to Patino? Like, yeah, I'm trying to give my guy a triple double.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Because this is a special thing. And I think Underwood understands those moments.
6: Well, I think he understands how important it is to
5: Io. Gotcha. Yeah. I Well, and it's – I don't understand how Luca Garza and him are still like in the same conversation together. I guess I'm missing that.
6: I think – well, we had this conversation in football, right? Like if you're on the preseason list – you're going to stay on the list all season. Like you have to right. come out and shit your pants to be taken off that list.
5: But I think when you only score eight points in a game, mid to late season, that's shit in your pants. He only scored eight points, but they won. So does that mean that he's really not that important to things? He's a great player, don't get me wrong, but if IO scores 8 points a game, I don't like our chances of winning. True. True. But IO has the thing where
6: IO only scored 8 points but they were all in the last 2 minutes. Right. And <laughs> like, that wasn't
5: the thing for him.
6: No, no. And, and honestly, I don't I don't think I've seen Garza hit a buzzer beater.
5: No. Io has the ball in his hand from one end of the court to the other. Whereas Garza has to do like the post moves and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like he's a good player, but just Io with how many game winners he's had, plus how he elevates everybody else. And you can consciously see it. Like, he tries to get people involved, but if there's a minute and a half to two minutes of drought, he's taking a shot, and he's, getting, he's creating something to get him moving. So it's not stagnant.
6: And you see Io early, early in games now. Like, this is different from the beginning of the year to now. Io goes into the game saying, like, I need to facilitate for the first quarter of this basketball game to get other guys going. And then, like, I will, I'm gonna get mine one way or another. Right?
4: He yeah. just wants to win. He wants to make sure they're in a position to win the game. Lucky Land Casino
6: asking people
1: what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha,
0: in my dentist's office.
5: I'll agree. Well, actually, there's multiple comments over here, but Io's amazing. But Trent's the X factor for the final four. I would say, yeah, you're right on it because if Trent's firing, Io's even better, and Kofi's even better now. Our floors spaced. And how? Um, Kofi's has- more consistent. Yeah, I think he's. I don't know what it is, but he's kind of hit a lull here.
6: Okay, so maybe- but hear me out. So Kofi last night went for twenty-two and six. And it gets overlooked. If Luca Garza does that, sports writers are creaming their pants. Like they got to go change their underwear. No, you're right. They do. Like if Io Dusumu isn't on this team, Kofi's in the running for Big Ten Player of the Year.
5: Yeah, let's look at his. What? What? He's shooting like sixty plus percent
4: from the. Well, didn't the announcers last night say Kofi should be in the Player of the Year discussion?
6: Yeah, he should. Because I think him being there takes a lot of heat off Io for parts of the game. Like, Io doesn't have to be the guy all the time, because in the last couple games, you have a stretch of 10 minutes where it's just the Kofi show.
4: Well, ever since, what, the Indiana game, Kofi's like, I'm going to dunk everything. Like, I'm going to plow you and dunk, like Shaq.
6: Well, did you
5: see him get that offensive rebound? So you – you thought that Io's stats were good as far as offensive rating and defensive rating per possession. Kofi is 126 points this year per like hundred possessions, whereas Io was like 110. And his defensive rating is ninety-two points per hundred possessions.
4: Again, well, it's because Io waits till the end. Like Kofi does his thing throughout the game, and then was like
5: that's that's but that's throughout the game. Like You're 126 points, so basically you're getting a point per possession.
6: By the way, did you see after Trent hit that half-court shot, the Illinois basketball Twitter was like cash from half-court? Yep. Yeah. Like,
5: I love it. Of course we have to troll that referee.
6: Yeah, because that was
5: trash. Yeah, almost as bad as the dong mask.
4: It's up there. He's right there.
5: I mean, you think about it, like right now in conference, Kofi is almost 70% from the field on twos. He is 69, 69.1% from the field.
6: That's crazy. Shooting 70%. Yeah.
5: That well, is he's just dunk city is what it is. Yeah. He has – as many rebounds this year as he did last year in all of his Big Ten play, and he's still got five game. well, you know, whatever, five games to go.
6: Well, he's, he's a 20 and 10 guy now. Yeah. Like, I don't remember a time where Illinois had a 20 and 10 guy.
5: We had Sean Pruitt.
6: Oh, we talked about this before. Sean Pruitt could have been – You just had to bring up Sean Pruitt. Should have been a
5: behemoth, but instead...
6: He had to get his. Yeah. I don't know. Antigua, I get the feeling we're going to lose him eventually. See, I don't know,
5: because he tried to do his own thing and failed miserably. Really? Yes. Because he left left Kentucky, because he was a Calipari guy, and went somewhere... Failed miserably and then we got him. I I
6: would say coaching wise, he is like Underwood's two assistants, Chin Coleman and Antigua, deserve a hell of a lot of credit.
5: Oh, yeah. For what
6: Illinois is right now.
5: Well, well, player development is right. Uh, you can tell, like, because Trent Frazier is a different player now than what he was as a, as a freshman, he was just a scorer.
6: And a lot of that should be given to Trent, though. Well, yeah, because he was the alpha of this team, and then to say like, okay, I'm the third option now, and I'm just going to become first team all defense at six one.
5: That's his role, right? I yeah. don't. Who wants to be guarded by Trent Frazier in the last like two minutes of the game? No, like, no. I mean, he's on you. And you just want—you don't want to know the one thing that I noticed yesterday was so Demonte Williams and Trent Frazier were both in the game, and I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but they got—they switched and they got caught on a mismatch, and Demonte saw Frazier down in the post and sprinted in and cut in front of Frazier's guy and literally threw Frazier out to the three-point arc to get him out there so that he could go. Like that is so much unselfishness. It's like. Eh, my guy's opposite ball, and he's sitting in the corner and is doing nothing. But I'm going to sprint to the midline, and I'm going to throw this guy out there and uh, and get him in a better matchup and get our team in a better matchup. Like, it's very unselfish right now. Well, Whatever
6: have, that, a guy, have a guy that's DeMonte Williams's size that is just like, yeah, I'll guard the four. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Well... Post-defense is kind of a mentality. Like, I remember playing in high school, and I guarded a kid that was 6'10". You know, but you start shoving them around, and they don't like that.
6: And I think some of these bigger guys think, like, yeah, I'm going to push DeMonte Williams. No, you're not. <laughs> no. no.
5: you're not. Like- um, same thing with uh, – I think grandisons came around. Like that little you-can't-guard-a-back cut? That's over. That livened his ass up. Yeah. I love the energy he brings. And and the freak. And it's hard to get – who's the other freshman? Coleman um, Hawkins. Yeah. It's hard to get him on the floor, but when he gets in there, he plays with so much energy. Oh, yeah. He's like a pogo stick. Hell, yeah, he is. And he's a 6'10". He's 6'10", but
6: he's one of those like wingspan guys.
5: Yeah. Like, so you need to think about, like, I don't want to fast forward through this year, but we've got a 6'7 wing, a 6'6 shooting guard. You've got him at 6'10 and Georgie at, like, 6'9 or 6'10 coming back next year with Curbelo at the point. Your average – like, you are like a Baylor that can switch almost everything on the perimeter. They'll be fun, like – it's hard
6: because as an Illinois fan, like I've had so many like you have very few peaks. And then you have to get used to being trash again. Well. Yeah, it's
5: like we hit this and then it's like you have one where you slightly step down and then you fall off the face of the earth.
4: Yeah, because after that 0405 team, we all got excited for that next team cuz D Brown and James Augustine were still around, which they were good, and then there was... Hey.
5: Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you got excited. Well Jacob said there's so many raw athletes on our bench, it's scary. We had a Verdonk sighting and he got two points.
6: Yes. That's my boy. I don't know why. And he's a freshman. Yeah. Like, and who's the and he's kid a kid house that, Yes. Who's the kid that got hurt this year? Like his lower back was hurt.
5: I don't even know um, because we have to, like we're we're digging like yeah. nine guys into the bench here at this point. Yeah, you got to think you've got Curbelo off the bench, DeMonte off the bench, Coleman Hawkins off the bench. Who else am I for? And wait, did I say Georgie Coleman Hawkins Curbelo and DeMonte? Yeah, yeah. We play nine guys.
6: That's it. Next year, Austin Hutcherson. Yes. I saw a video of him dunking the other day, which whatever. It's just him dunking. But he's 6'6". And like pure athlete.
4: Hey, we played Bonzi, and they had four guys dunk. So I'm
6: like, oh, this is different. And somebody was talking – I was talking about Antigua earlier. And you know how like Gonzaga every – yes – Hutcherson like I'm excited for that dude if his back's healthy which I hope it is yeah but somebody was talking about how like Gonzaga stays efficient because they get like one or two guys from the U.S. but they go overseas they do like the majority of their talent is from like Australia or some weird other country and Antigua like our second recruit we got for next year is from the Dominican. Yep. And like, opening he's got good,
5: as he's a got good ties. Well, you look at Feliz, then you look at Corbello, and and now the this new uh, was it Melendez, I think, or something like that.
6: R.J. Cool. Melendez, yeah.
5: Yeah. So I mean, cool to kind of have that kind of shaping your program, kind of. Well,
4: because Brad Underwood doesn't care if they can. He has the same mindset as Bieloma if they can play for us, I'm going to recruit them. Like, don't matter yeah. where he's going to get
5: them. Well, I mean, look at the movie, the air up there. Did you see, they go, and they see... get Shaquille O'Neal from. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> was that? Yeah. Was that Shaquille O'Neal? I can't remember. No, that was blue chips with Shaquille O'Neal. Blue and that's why him blue and Anthony Hardaway. you know, blue chips, such a good movie.
6: Mm-hmm. Jesus Shuttleworth Hey man I have a jersey of oh, Jesus Shuttleworth Jesus Shuttleworth
4: Did you see Brad Underwood's quote it was like a small one They were talking about playing down the stretch for the Big 10 title he said who cares line them up it is what it is bring them on doesn't matter who we play who's next Yep love it
6: I love Brad Underwood He's, He's so like I'm fun. so sick of talking about this schedule Yeah bring them on we're going to have to play them we're just going to play them And you know what, now that the Big Ten stepped in and rescheduled Michigan, I'm not going to say anything else.
5: Yeah, I'm good. Well, I have to because people are idiots. We're going to play it down the stretch. We're going to play. We don't have to play in this hypothetical world.
6: I was shitting on Michigan so hard because, like, the rest of their athletic department played. Oh, we
4: we can go on to the fired up segment now.
6: Okay. And that was really my problem is like the rest of your athletic department played.
4: No, I agree. That's why I'm getting fired up
6: because people are idiots, idiots. And I just like, I'm glad they rescheduled. I wanted this game. Everyone wanted this game.
5: Yes. And now we get it because ultimately as fans, we don't want to sit here and do the hypothetical bullshit. We just want to see two teams play. And, Two of the top three teams in the Big Ten. And I've watched,
6: ever since Michigan came back, I've
5: watched every single one of their games. You're damn right. And I want to watch one now. So we got to play right
6: now. And they are really good. Yeah, they are. Like they are deep. That fucking German dude (laughs) who sounds like he could be an SS guy. Like he. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's that? You were hanging out with Hitler last week. That's cool. Franz Wagner.
4: Is that a swastika yeah. Wagner- on your shoulder? Wagner. Wagner.
6: Wagner. Yeah, it's Wagner. Wagner, but yeah. And that dude is, like, smooth. No, can I go He's on a small like, – I need
4: to go on a small rant. It's been building up because I'm – It busy. is currently
5: 12-12 right now. Yeah, just
6: to I, I'm just trying to say nice things about Michigan basketball. Because, no. they, like, they play fun. Their style of play is fun to watch. They have that freshman that's seven foot one, big goofy white guy that looks like he's thirty years old. Yeah. He's got like shoulder hair.
5: Ohio State up too.
6: Oh, it's Michigan Ohio State Day? <laughs> yeah, I have to yeah. rip. I have to root yeah, for Ohio yeah. State. Oh my god. Why are we doing this? That's why we need to hurry up. Why do you think but- I was on at 8 50 in the morning? <laughs> What time is it? Like, how far into the game? Twelve thirty-three left. Yeah, there's in still the first.
4: there's a lot okay. left.
6: I've got to set it to record here because that's what I do. Like, I'm on the elliptical watching basketball
5: games. I love, yeah. And honestly, like this is the game to watch. And then whoever wins this, Illinois plays them both. Yeah, they still have to play them again, or Ohio State
6: so again. They play the rest, Los- the rest of our schedule is
5: brutal. Yes. And you wonder what it gets us ready for the tournament.
6: Yes, but, but like, but I know. would not be surprised at all if we lost to Michigan State.
4: I mean, I'm not gonna be surprised that if we is, lose one of these games.
5: They they came on a run last night on Indiana because I turned is, off, I turned off the game because I was like, ah, oh, Indiana's got this.
6: So we play Michigan State on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah,
5: Yeah. because they're one of those teams that's going to rebound the shit out of the ball and do the little things, and that could bother us. Basically
6: Nebraska. We have to play Nebraska again, too.
5: Ohio State, 1914.
6: But let's look at it. At Michigan State, they use a Nike basketball.
4: Oh, God. Hold on. Where's my?
6: Thank
5: Thank God.
6: Nebraska at home, we don't have to worry about it. Wisconsin doesn't use a Nike basketball. At Michigan, they use a Nike ball. We're good. Uh-huh. At Ohio State, they use a Nike ball. So I'm not really worried.
5: <laughs> We're going into ball size and dong mass. <laughs> that is most of our podcasts. Dong mass and ball size. <sighs> no. I can't wait. Next week, you guys, oh gosh.
6: Okay, Steve, go on your go on your Michigan road. Hurry
5: up, hurry up.
6: Well, you guys have to help me out.
5: No, we don't because I'm happy that we're playing the game. No,
4: I'm incredibly happy they rescheduled it. All I kept posting was they're shitting on Illinois' schedule, and I tried because we struggled with Nebraska and Northwestern, and I said it's the best tournament in basketball. Every game is a must win. It's going to be tough no matter what. Everybody just calm down. And I tried to be funny with Chris Pratt, like, shushing, like, let's just calm down. And all yeah. I say, and how can you be a Michigan fan and not look at the schedule and say, "Oh, Illinois had a tougher non-conference." I can't get that through Michigan fans' heads.
5: And you won't. And you won't. And that's and, why I, I stopped. What, well, my thing is is after yesterday when Michigan got trounced by 20 up at the barn.
2: Hi, I'm Maria.
5: And I'm
7: Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready.
5: 'Cause as much as we don't like to go, oh well this team beat this team by this much, you don't think they didn't see that? And that was just an ass whooping.
4: No, because when they scheduled them, I think we all said we were like, Okay, we're done. And then all I said was, mm-hmm. You gotta stop saying, Oh, this schedule is tougher than this. The Big Ten schedule is the same. Every the whole everybody once again in the Big Ten is the same to me. Like it's the same. There's no tougher than yeah, tough it's that. very
5: similar. I mean, you might have one team that's not ranked versus a team that's very similar.
4: And then, the, and then Brad's brought this up, which I agree with it. And I'm just saying from the outside, looking in, it just looked like Michigan was dodging Illinois and the excuses were just coming out the wazoo, but yet the wrestling team went and the girls basketball went.
5: Yeah. Well, and so that's the thing is, is I think there were so many stories about why it didn't happen that, Okay well, then what is – if you have one message and that one message is consistent throughout, Right. it's kind of like when you tell a lie and then you have to tell another lie to cover up the lie and you tell another lie to cover up the lie. Like, it eventually gets to that point where there's so many stories. It's like, okay, now we're just going to call a spade a spade. And
4: when Illinois can't even tell you why because they're trying to figure it out and Brad Underwood is sitting there going – Screw it, let's just play somebody else because he can't figure it out. Whitman can't figure it out. Like Michigan fans need to realize we can find shit and know people that can find it, and we can figure out what's going on, and when they can't.
5: But then the but then the day after they were supposed to play us, he's talking about how he wants to go play. He'll play anybody in the park and that kind of shit. The day after. I
6: was fine. Like I was upset with the Michigan thing. But I wasn't angry until that. Until we'll yeah. play on the black court. We'll play, we'll play outside on the black top.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. You can't
6: say that after like your entire athletic department played and you didn't. So yeah. the guy that and went the to argue. Women, the women, I didn't even realize, are ranked 11th in the nation.
5: Yeah, they're good. They're a good yeah. team. And they still and so there is a big disparity, though, in women's basketball as far as the good teams and the bad teams. So, like in the Big Ten, our conference is not a grinder as far as women's basketball. You know what I mean?
4: It just looks bad, though, when they all got shut down and then their excuses were, oh, practice time and this and that. Well, your girls didn't need that. Your wrestling team didn't need that. They manned up and played. You
5: figure, if anything, wrestlers would need practice time more than anything because they have to maintain their weight. So, which in the wrestling team had to play Ohio State. Right. (laughs) Who's no joke.
4: Yeah. So these Michigan fans that wanted to argue with me the other night when I'm trying to go to bed and have to get up at 5 a.m., I realized my sophomore kids are more important than this idiot trying to argue with me is what I thought. I was like, I'm going to bed. Go worry right. about your kids and this and that. Don't. And he wanted to talk about you guys, like the Illinois fanboys and bro and this and that. Go coach your team in Michigan and shut up. Worry about what you're doing. And then I said, if you don't like what we put, read something else. Like I, it, I'm, wow. it doesn't
5: matter. Here's the deal, Steve. When you when you start getting up there and you start having haters, dude, go go to any celebrities like Twitter, and it's all the haters that make comments.
4: Which is fine, but it was just like have, a, have, be, to, have a good yeah. debate. Have a good debate about it. All I said was the non conference schedule was better. We played Duke. We played Baylor. We tried to reschedule them. Well, that's a fact.
5: Look at the strength of schedule. I mean that that is an analytical number that you cannot fudge.
4: But what pissed me off was I said, "Oh, sorry, it took you overtime to beat Oakland." Then he goes, "Oh, sorry, you lost to Maryland and Rutgers," and that's where I have to come back and say it's the Big Ten. Once we get in the Big Ten, it's all it doesn't matter at that point.
5: We played Rutgers with Ron Harper Jr., which is a different Rutgers team than some teams have had to face because Ron Harper Jr. always plays well against Illinois. It seems it's like. Dead. So there's yeah. my
4: mini rant of, like, I'm done. I'm glad it's scheduled. If Michigan beats us, congratulations. They're a good team. We never said they weren't good. It was just from the outside looking in. Looked pretty soft that you didn't want to work as hard as you could to schedule them.
5: Yeah, you can't make a comment of, oh, we'll play you on the blacktop when you could have played the night before in a very nice Division one collegiate gym. <laughs> that makes you look kind of silly. Right. That's all and I'm so- saying. And 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 I'm looking forward to this. I mean, we've got Ohio State and Michigan. Ohio State and Michigan are playing right now as we speak. Like this is how you want the Big Ten conference to end up if your team's in those top three. Because really, it's who can who can take care of business and take care of theirs.
4: And Michigan, I hate you for making me root for Ohio State. Damn yeah, it. go bucks. Go bucks. Go bucks. Not their football
5: team. I'll never root for the football team. Yeah, screw their football team. Michigan tried to pull an Ohio State, even though they, yeah. God, they sucked Screwed at it. They Continuing suck. on.
4: They still can't beat Ohio State at something. They can't even beat them at getting out that would of the been
5: like Michigan. That would have been like Ohio State canceling the football game with Michigan and then being like, oh, we'll play you in the street out in front of the stadium in some street ball. We'll park uh, the cars
4: for the lights, and we'll play on the parking yeah. lot.
5: We'll, we'll see you in the parking lot, the the northeast lot of the assembly hall. Like, Yeah. So
4: there's my big, big rant. Somebody got me fired up. And I was done. I was like, you know what? Yeah. If you have an idiotic comment, I'm just never gonna say Like, go for it. I'm just done. But
5: the friendly, the friendly stuff is fun no, because honestly, know. it is just we have two good teams and we get to talk trash to one another because our teams are really good. Right, and yeah. We,
6: and, and it's not like we're like, I said, here. like, no, like I said earlier, like we don't get that very often. No. <laughs> and we're like, not sitting. We are relevant. Believe me, Michigan fans, I am very aware. That it is not normal for us to talk trash because we have nothing to trash talk about.
5: Well, we, we, but now you know what it feels like to be in Memorial Stadium for the last 10 years is every visiting team outnumbers the Illinois fans in our own home, home games.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't even talking trash. Like, yeah, we said they were soft, but we never once said Illinois. But no, no, no. <laughs> but hold on. Did one, of, did one of us say Illinois is going to thump Michigan? We never once said something like that. We never said we were going no, to we win. We just, really just wanted them to play. Yeah, these people are like, "Oh, I can't wait for." Like, what do he say? Oh, I can't wait when Michigan trashes or thrashes Illinois. You'll see. And I'm like, we never said we would win. We just want to see them play. Yeah, we trash
5: talk. I, think I said and get your beaten. Yeah, like, and go to the back of the line. I did say that,
4: and I don't care.
5: And I don't care because you want to know what. We beat him twice.
4: And then he goes, What is Illinois? He goes, Sorry. He goes, Worry about the tournament in March. And then I finally said, What has Michigan done? They haven't won national championships. Don't come at me saying they had Jim
5: Beeline, who's an amazing coach. Or not, yeah, they had Beeline, who's coaching in the NBA right now.
6: Oh, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Where'd he go?
4: I forgot.
5: Uh, Or or is it it Beeline or Beheim? Son of a bitch.
4: It's Michigan.
6: Who came isn't. He coaches at some other school now. Because you're thinking – he was the
4: – He went to the NBA, though, for the Cavaliers, maybe? Jim
5: Mayheim? Michigan up three right now.
1: Um,
6: I don't know. The other day when Michigan played Rutgers, and uh, they ran like a high pick and roll – and into the end of the first half and it was a long rebound to and he just teardropped it in with like a tenth of a second left i was like this team
4: so illinois fans are absolutely obsessed with this fictional story you've made up because it's legitimately the only thing athletically that school has accomplished in a long time try to win in march hold on sorry that tournament ui has been in only five times in the last 15 years
5: I mean, yeah, he's with the Cleveland Cavaliers right now.
8: Oh,
5: next week when Michigan so smacks. so they, they had a great college coach. Let's see what Howard does in the NCAA tournament.
4: Um, next week when Michigan smacks Illinois, will that toughen the schedule? Will that tougher schedule help them? And
5: then, I
6: mean, this is the I I think, honestly, round of playing people.
5: Yeah. And honestly, us playing Baylor, I think that's the best team in the country. Then this
4: is where he got Illinois beat Ohio University by two, lost to Rutgers, took overtime to beat Nebraska. How are you supposed to try harder rescheduling? Like, then the stuff just kind of came off the rails. I was like, it's the Big Ten. It doesn't matter. That's where it came off, and I was like, I'm done. I'm going more, I'm to more worry about my athletes more than you.
5: Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Now. You, you gave that guy. You gave that dude way too much time.
4: Yeah. I was going to bed He's a,
5: he's a, he's a turd He's a turd he's a high He school watches fan. this
4: and sees this knows, and I don't care
5: He knows everything and it's okay
4: and He you takes know it
5: He I, disagreed with
4: him. I've always wanted to kind of root for Michigan And then these fans just No, root. No, no, not basketball, like football really? There's a part of me that's like, I kind of hope they do okay Just because I like Jim Harbaugh, it's like I kind of do I know But now these fans have shown up I was like, nope, now I hope Michigan never wins another thing Ever again Ever, I'm gonna beat. I'm, they need to be beaten the knee in the kneecaps with a bat.
6: And like, okay, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, I'm acutely aware I'm an Illinois fan, and we don't have a lot of room to talk about dynasties or anything. <laughs> the Michigan football fan is the most annoying person. They're worse than Auburn.
4: Michigan's up twenty-two to nineteen.
6: Like every year. Your daddy, Ohio State, comes in and spanks your ass,
5: and puts you back in your kennel.
6: Yeah, and you have. It to isn't like,
5: it. Even you're a human, like you're a dog. Yeah, you're literally. I love that girl. analogy you just said.
6: <laughs> Remember who your daddy is, and it's Ohio State.
5: Remember who your human is, because yeah. it's, because, because you're like the their dog. You're a beaten dog. Yeah. By I, Ohio State, and, and you know what? So is the rest of the Big
6: Ten. So it's okay. We all a are. Puppet cool acting though. like you're something better than that because you're not.
4: Yeah. All right, I feel better now.
5: You're two and seven, and have canceled umpteen million games. Meanwhile, the U of I has played with their four string quarterback and played every basketball game that they could.
4: All right, I feel better now.
6: Idiots. How impressive is it that we haven't had a single game
5: postponed because of us? Yeah. yeah,
4: that's that. That comes on coaching and stuff. I think they really. Underwood. I brought... think the
5: athletes are bought in.
4: If we do like, really you know... well, is Brad Underwood coach of the year? If we do really well. Yes, like in the I tournament.
6: Think so. I think that so. well, the Baylor coach will probably win it.
4: But they were, but he's. I don't know. He did, he did good last year too, and Underwood's turned this around.
5: Underwood's built a program, whereas Baylor is flashy.
6: I, Baylor has sustained some success here. Yeah. Like, and Baylor is kind of the afterthought of the big 12. He'll be big 10 yeah, coach of the year. Because they always
5: talk about Kansas. He'll be big
4: 10 coach of the year.
6: Kansas or Texas. Yeah. Like shock is smart right. now that he has hair. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden a good coach again.
4: We're waiting okay. VCU.
6: Okay, happens. hey, who wins? Who wins the NCAA turn? Baylor, Baylor, Gonzaga.
5: I think no. I've watched Gonzaga play. I wasn't impressed. I was
6: impressed by their shooting,
5: but then it—they look like they're playing high schoolers. Yes, and I will tell you this: Baylor. I haven't seen anything like Baylor in a while. Like what they did to Illinois, which I think we're a different Illinois team now. But I think they still beat us. Oh, By, they, but that's
6: like, took our lunch money. But
4: we played with them until what sixteen minutes in the second half, and that's where it kind of they, fell
5: apart. They well, they had a run, and it was like a four-minute stint where they had a run, and we just couldn't match it. And I think that they play; they'll shut down anybody they play. That's the well, thing is, you can be a great shooting team, but you can't simulate Baylor's defense. Baylor is a problem for Kofi. Yes
6: defensively because he's not a perimeter defender but he's
4: better now than what he was at that point
6: he's better now but he's still not like that's still a mismatch what is but i will
5: say this if baylor does not lose before the tournament i think their chances go down because i just don't see a team going undefeated and winning the title
6: But if there was ever going to be a team that did that, it would be Baylor because they're so built around their defense. They're not really an offensive basketball team. No. Yeah,
4: they rely on their defense and turnovers and, like, fast break, like, this is how we're going to score.
6: After we played them, I make it a point to try to watch Baylor games. And it is so cool because Baylor's that team that will, like, it's like a cat playing with a toy and then eventually they're just like okay now we'll put the clamps on and you just see players like i can't even stand here yeah like these guys are swarming us like bees
5: yeah i think uh with baylor you're if baylor's in in the championship game which i think they will be i think you'll see a game that's like in the 60s you're not gonna have a high scoring game it is, okay. And so you're going to have to have a team that takes care of the ball, which after the first three minutes of the first half yesterday, uh, the U of I I think only turned it over like two more times. We had six turnovers like early and then had eight for the game.
6: Well, you want to talk about a ding on IO turnovers. He turns the ball over a lot.
5: I will research this.
6: He does his first triple double game. He had seven turnovers. Ooh. Yeah, no one talks about that because he does what he does. But like, with IO comes turnovers.
5: When you handle the ball that much, you are going to have turnovers. This is a True.
4: good game. Thirty-four, thirty-two, Michigan with four minutes left. Yeah, we can get
5: off here.
6: Yeah,
5: we get we Anything got cake out and i got shit to watch it's true
4: all right thanks for that we had a lot of listeners all right thanks everyone we're getting go off bucks. go bucks never thought i'd say <laughs> that go bucks